You are listening to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. Black voices chatting on experiential travel, dedicated to creating a global community of travelers. Be bold, be inspired, be spontaneous. We are YBT. The Young Black Travelers Podcast. It's your girl, Chrisanne, that by popular demand. And I am greeted by a special guest today, uh, Krishana, who has recently been to a trip in Bali, which we're going to get into. But I want her to tell our listeners, Krishana, um, what do you do and what are your passions? Okay. Hey, everyone. My name is Krishana Keen. I am a photographer and director based in New York City, of course. And um, I am an avid traveler and just recently kind of really getting into kind of documenting my travel and lifestyle um, life, (laughs) if that even makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, that makes Um, sense to me. (laughs) Yeah, but like I'm really into interior design and like everything lifestyle and I'm kind of just like introducing travel blogging into all of that mix um, on top of the photography and direct. So that's me in a nutshell and I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, Thank you for gracing us. And I know you have a lot to tell in this episode about your trips and also your insight of how that fits your passions and career. Um, But We'll let our listeners know about maybe your most recent travels, um, any highlights, any favorite countries. (laughs) So um, I actually recently traveled to Bali, Indonesia, um, and I had the wonderful opportunity of stopping in Singapore as well as Germany on my way and coming back to New York. Um, So we can we can really dive into that, how that experience was for me. But um, I kind of always wanted to go to Bali, like literally ever since I was like 16, like I've known I wanted to visit Bali. And um, every year, you know, somebody convinced me like, no, you shouldn't go. You should save your money or, Mm. you know, it's so far. And like me, I'm the type of person where like I get up and I go like it doesn't matter when it doesn't matter where if I feel like going somewhere I'm going and I don't usually let anyone stop me. But um, I always wanted to go for my birthday. And every year my mom is like, oh, you should just save your money. And one year I was actually moving. I was in the process of moving from New York to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom had convinced my significant other at the time to convince me to not go. And I was so upset. Yeah, I think it was like my... 21st birthday and I was so upset I'm like every year I say I'm going to Bali for my birthday and I just never make it and this year I was like okay this year is the year and what's funny is I was actually thinking about traveling to Greece I really wanted to go to either Santorini or Mykonos but um, as I was looking at the travel costs and expenses I was like honestly what I'm going to spend in Greece, I can probably cut those in half in Bali. And I've always wanted to go here anyway. So I just made the decision and I was out. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just, it's just like that. And I hear so yeah. many stories of people where it's like, they always have um, someone that's a little bit against or, or question the decision on our trips. And sometimes mm-hmm. that influences us. And sometimes that just push us to 
go even more. It's like, oh yeah, you told me not to go there. Exactly. I'm definitely going there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that it turned around in your favor for you and you got the experience uh, of, I guess, a lifetime for you because it, it seemed like it, it had an impact on your life. Um, but before we get to that main conversation about Bali, I'm interested mm-hmm. on how you stopped by Singapore and Germany. Because in my mind, yeah. my wheels are turning on how you have um, booked that type of flight where you could just jump to those two um, countries. Yeah. I, I'm interested in learning about layovers <laughs> and everything. I want to be a layover yes. queen. So anytime okay. I hear multiple countries you jumping over, I love yeah. it. So if you want to let us Absolutely. know how you're able to do that. Definitely. So what's funny is this was actually the first time I ever did long layovers. Like I usually stray away from them. I hate long layovers. I'm like, yo, get me in and out as fast as possible. (laughs) Um, But because of the fact that the flight to Bali is such a long journey, it was literally approximately 21 hours total travel time. So, you know, with all of that, it's like, okay, you really do need those layovers to stretch your legs, to just walk around because sitting on a plane for that many hours, it's like, it's insane. So originally when I was in the search for my tickets, um, I had found a ticket that had a layover in Hong Kong. And that would have been the most ideal um, in terms of flying time for me because it was the shortest trip. However, um, I wasn't ready to purchase that ticket. And truthfully, I waited, you know, kind of because this was like spur of the moment, spontaneous trip. Um, I kind of waited a little bit too long in what I would personally recommend for anyone looking to travel to Bali. I waited too long to buy my tickets. Um, Mm. I definitely bought them like maybe two months before. I think I bought them in April. Whereas, you know, I would heavily recommend buying them maybe a year or six months in advance so you can get the best possible rates. So I found these tickets with the layovers to Hong Kong and the the price I want to say was like 1100 And I used this app called Hopper, um, which is what I usually use. I, there, there are a few apps that I can give um, a little later in the talk, but um, I usually use Hopper because I usually find like the best deals on there and I get cash back, um, you know, from traveling. Anytime you buy a ticket through there, they might give you like $5 or $10. And of course, you know, those things add up in your wallet and you can then use them towards future flights. So I went to actually put this flight on quote unquote freeze thinking, you know, Hopper kind of advertised that like, oh, if you put this flight on freeze, you know, you can basically come back and, and buy the ticket. And I'm thinking, okay, great. Like I can freeze it for two weeks and the ticket price will be the same when I come back. And that wasn't the case. And I was really, really disappointed about that. Um, so when I came back to buy it two weeks later, they gave me a list of similar flights um, around that time and around the price range, but it wasn't the exact flight that I wanted to freeze. So I lost out on that flight. That flight ended uh-huh. up selling out. And I ended up finding another flight through Singapore Airlines, um, which I believe came out to like twelve sixty four or twelve ninety four per person or something like that. But basically it was about twelve hundred dollars. Um And this flight on Singapore Airlines had two layovers, one in Singapore and one in Germany. So going, um, the layovers were actually pretty short. They were only about an hour and change um, layovers. But 
our flights actually landed a little late in each place. So the layovers were pretty quick. Like the first time we got off the plane, it was really just to stretch our legs. I believe they cleaned out the plane and we got right back on the same plane. Um, mm. And then the next flight, um, it was like a change of planes, but it was like really, really quick, like maybe 45 minutes. Um, but coming back to New York, I noticed that the layovers were way longer. They were about 15 to 18 hours. And I was like, wow. okay, it totally, yeah. I was like, it totally makes sense to just kind of book an Airbnb in these places and stay overnight. Maybe we get to explore a little bit, you know, try out a restaurant, kind of see the, you know, the the city that we're in, um, which was a really, really nice experience. Like I, I'm definitely grateful and glad that I had the opportunity to do that. So, and another thing about, um, you know, layovers is that a lot of these airports, whenever you fly overseas, a lot of the airports do have what they call transit hotels, where mm-hmm. you can stay in the airport. Um, they have like hotels specifically for people who are just transiting is what they call it, or, you know, have layovers. Um, but they don't want to travel outside of the airport. So there are air, air, um, there are hotels there and they're very nice hotels. Like a lot of them are like Marriott's and things like that. Very nice Mm -hmm. hotels. But I was like, nah, I'm all the way across the country. I need to see every single place that I'm stopping in. (laughs) And so that's what I chose to do. Wow. Wow. That's, well, that's a lot of points right there. We even get to the main conversation, girl. (laughs) Wow. But Hopper is definitely a good app and layovers, I think it's slept on. I've done a layover in the two countries myself. Um, so mm-hmm. those are fantastic tips on how to explore a country a little bit without uh, kind of dipping your foot a little bit before you sign on to staying there for like a few days or a couple of weeks. So uh, exactly. great hacks. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to get into this main conversation because I'm excited to learn about how you travel to Bali and and how you put stuff together. So, uh, listeners, stay tuned and listen in to our main conversation. And we're back, listeners. I hope we didn't make you stay too long, but thank you for tuning in to this great conversation with Krishana and her travels to Bali. Uh, so I just wanted to get into it. How is Bali for you in general? So Bali was amazing. Like, I am not going to lie. It's paradise. It really, really is. Like, you know, when you go on vacation and you're like, oh, I wish I could just stay here forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Bali doesn't even really feel like vacation to me, if that makes sense. Like, it almost feels like somewhere that I could call home. You know, and, and truthfully, that's wow. my plan. Yeah, that that's really my plan. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really hope that one day I can maybe build my dream house out there or just buy a house out there. Um, but it's really a beautiful place. The people, they're so humble. They're so hardworking. And I feel like being there just humbled me a lot. Like, I really, really got to see, like, the everyday life of the people. Um, the food, to be honest, I... <laughs> I didn't try too many of the traditional Indonesian dishes. And the reason why is because I'm pescatarian. And it's really, really hard for me to find food um, 
in a lot of places. But surprisingly, Bali actually does have a lot of vegan and vegetarian options. Um, it's kind of, if you will, a little gentrified. I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of very, very beautiful cafes, coffee shops, espresso bars, all this great stuff and, and places that have great like vegan and vegetarian food. But it is very mm. Americanized in that way. Mm. And um, they do try to incorporate some like Indonesian dishes, but, you know, they're kind of scarce. So for me, I um, tried to try where I could, but for me, it was just like a couple, you know, vegetarian dishes. Like it might be some rice and eggs or rice and noodles mm. or vegetarian noodles, you know, but it wasn't like real Indonesian food for myself um, because unfortunately I can't eat meat. So, but the food mm. was great out there. Um, like I said, the people were so humble and nice. And, and for me, it just made me feel like I wanted to give, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you go to other countries and you see like how privileged we are here in America and don't get me wrong, like as much as I'm, I'm, you know, appreciative of the way that I grew up here, you go to these other countries and you're like, damn, yo, like there are so many things that we take for granted every single day. And the biggest, um, the biggest kind of like factor for me where I realized that was the wages. Um, and I can give you like one example. And I know this is kind of getting into like some other stuff, but with sure, transportation, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so with, uh, with transportation, right? Like I booked a driver um, and I actually found this driver through a young black couple who had traveled to Bali from New York. Um, I think earlier this year or last year. And <laughs> I saw the girl's YouTube vlog. Um, I'll have to send it to you later because to be honest, I can't remember her name, but. That's all right. Um, send it to us. We'll put in the show notes for everybody. <laughs> I will. I will. It was a great vlog. She went out there with her boyfriend and they used the driver. And I was so like excited because I felt like, okay, like this girl's from New York. She's a black girl and I can trust her. You know what I mean? Like she's like really vouching for this driver. So I'm like, okay. And you know, like when you travel to foreign countries, you're a little nervous about like getting in a car with people that you don't know and things like that, because you know, there's like kidnapping is real out here, you know? So mm. um, I felt really, really comfortable reaching out to this driver. So I reached out to him um, via Instagram and when I got to Bali, he was actually so booked. I'm, I'm assuming because everybody is seeing this girl's blog. So he was so booked that he put me in touch with his brother. And so like, that was a little sus to me. We communicated through WhatsApp, which is a really, really big app out there for them. Mm -hmm. And that was a little sus to me. Cause I'm like, damn, like I know you, I saw you in this girl's blog. I want you, you know? So I was nervous <laughs> about using anybody else, but when he put me in touch with his brother, he's like, don't worry. Like we do business together all the time. He's great. He sent me a picture of him and the brother together to make me feel comfortable. And to be honest, it was like the best decision I ever made. Like this guy, I truly believe like if I'm ever in Bali again, or if I ever moved there, like I truly believe that he would be a friend. Like we would be friends for life because he's such a great person. Um, but he made me feel so comfortable out there in Bali. Um, he literally drove us everywhere. And his rate was 40 US dollars for eight hours. And when you really break that down, that's $5 an hour. And I couldn't believe it. I when I first started working as a teenager, I started out working for 750 an hour. These right. are people 
adults with families, children in 2022 that are making $5 an hour. And that was like so heartbreaking to me. So like any chance I got, I was giving him more money. We were tipping him, you know, just giving him extra. And like, it was the side time, like, let's say we even went over the eight hours. I would ask him like, okay, what's your rate now? And he would just be like, whatever you want to give miss. And I'm like, what? Like, no, you have to be strong on your prices. You know, like it was, that's what I mean by the people are just so humble and like, they're so willing and just you know, just willing to to earn. And it's just, it's crazy. But um, it was such a great experience. The the whole transportation thing was amazing. Like he really made the entire trip so seamless because we didn't have to worry about anything. He was always early. He came to our villa to pick us up. Whatever time I told him, he would come um, and he would take us wherever we wanted to go. And he would wait for us. Like, let's say we were in a restaurant dining. He would wait for us to finish eating. I would even invite him in sometimes to, you know, come in and eat with us or whatever. And he would just like politely decline. Um, he actually had two, two young babies at home. So he's like, honestly, I just need to nap. I need some sleep. And I'm like, no, no problem. You know, like do whatever (laughs) you need to do. Um, but he was such a great guy and I'm so appreciative of him. So, you know, contact information is, is in the itinerary. We'll talk about that. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. I can feel the energy and the excitement that you have on your trip on the Bali. And I sure you found so many things and so many, um, insights and just resources that you know that people would benefit from. Um, from your experience. So you had your experience, you had the food, you had your driver, you had the places that you stayed in, things that you saw and you experienced, and you decided to create an itinerary for Bali. Uh, So let's talk about it. Like what inspired you to make this itinerary (laughs) in the first place? So you know what, I've actually been making itineraries for quite some time now. And I actually never thought about, you know, monetizing them or even sharing them with anybody. But um, the past couple of trips that I took um, in the past two years, actually, I went to like Arizona. um, I went to Tulum and I created itineraries just for, you know, myself and the person that I was traveling with. And I started to think, I'm like, yo, maybe I could do this. You know, like this would be super helpful just for people to, you know, kind of have a guide to work off of, even if they don't do exactly the same things that we do, just to have the resources, the information and everything that I'm researching. But I think I got a little bit more serious when it came to the Bali one, only because um, things were so different this time around with COVID really being a real thing and traveling after Mm. COVID, you know, like when... I traveled to Arizona. It was like, okay, it was still in the U.S. When I traveled to Tulum, it's like, okay, Mexico's kind of right there. And Mexico didn't really care too much (laughs) when it came to, (laughs) you know, the COVID things. Like everybody was going to Tulum, you know, Mm. but um, those were kind of like the safe places to go. But when it came to traveling all the way across the world, going to Asia, you know, these countries, they're not playing about, you know, their laws and, and getting into the country and all these different restrictions that they have. So all of the research that I had to do, all the documentation that I had to put together, you know, everything, all the preparation that it took, um, I had to do a lot of research. So as I was sitting down and really plugging things in, I said, wow, like this is information that somebody might really need to know. So 
I decided to put together an itinerary and it's very, very detailed. Like when I tell you, I outline almost everything that you could possibly think of when you're trying to travel to Bali. Um, I really do give you all the resources. I have links in there linking you to all the documentation that you need to fill out. I tell you the timeframes that you need to fill it out. Um, just kind of like everything that I needed to know for myself, I'm putting people on. So <laughs> everything you can think of is in this itinerary. <laughs> And we are appreciative because um, I do hear stories definitely of like, it's easier to make an itinerary of something of a safe space, right? And I, I've seen people and their mamas go to Tulum at some point, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to Tulum. But um, exactly. you have like more accessible areas where people usually, it's like easier to make itinerary. Uh, but yeah. the, the, there are Asian countries, yes, like Bali, Indonesia, um, are pretty hard to get um, a solid resource, like a one resource where it's more detailed and you kind of know what to do. Like people have to mm-hmm. research themselves on so many different sites and things are changing, of course, with the COVID, like every five seconds, it feels like things mm-hmm. are changing. Uh, so I definitely feel like our listeners will appreciate your itinerary because um, Bali is one of those places where people have to research a lot harder for us. So uh, the the more information we get from someone who been there during COVID and come back to tell the tale, I think would be so beneficial to give some security and some comfort into starting to travel again, which is what we yeah. encourage. So I, it's sure. awesome. That's awesome. It sounds <laughs> like it was a huge process for you to put that together. How was that oh, um, process to put the... <laughs> How was that process to put this together in comparison to the other itineraries that you did? Well, you know, um, the other ones, I I think I was using, was I using Google Docs at the time? I think I was just using Google Docs, like making a little PDF in Google Docs um, for my other two, because it was really just for myself and, and the person that I was traveling with. But um this time around, like I went all out, like I said, I'm a photographer and I usually make creative decks for, you know, any projects that I'm working on. Um, and I use, I have a MacBook pro and I use keynote for that, which is very similar to like, um, Microsoft PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of use like that same structure, um, of my creative decks to put together this itinerary so it feels very like user-friendly but also like aesthetically pleasing um and yeah I just wanted to make sure it's like I said it's a lot of reading I'm not gonna lie it's very very detailed but I feel like it's information that people really need to know and if you don't have to go search for it yourself and it's all right here then why not you know but yeah I just I used keynote and created like a really really aesthetically pleasing um, presentation and I feel like it's so cute. I looked for pictures and it was really <laughs> hard to find like good quality stock images that I could use. Um, <laughs> but I did my best and then I kind of plugged in some of the photos from my trip. I actually had to like come back and revise it after my trip because, you know, there were a lot of things that I um, didn't do that I wanted to do, you know, mm-hmm. little things like that that I adjusted. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's great because uh, accessibility of information is pretty important. Uh, but especially with COVID, I definitely mm-hmm. the more resources, the merrier. Yeah. I always say. 
Uh, but it sounds like, you know, everything is intertwining with your travels and also your um, career. So I just wanted to mm-hmm. touch upon it before we go into our closing segment on any traveling tips for someone who wants to, um, who's interested in making travel part of their career, right? You are a photographer yeah. and you often mentioned that, you know, photography and travel have started to come hand in hand. Is there any mm-hmm. tips for any creatives that you may give for someone who wants to incorporate travel in their career? Yeah, well, you know what? I'm actually just kind of getting started with that to be all the way transparent. Like I'm in the process myself of trying to figure out how to make this a lifestyle for me. Um, ideally, you know, this has always been a dream of mine to travel and capture images of life and culture and things happening all around the world. Um, And also now, like, I I never really saw myself as being like a blogger or, you know, someone like an influencer, to be honest. Like, I was always Mm -hmm. kind of the one to stray away from the cameras. I'm like, no, I just want to showcase my work. But I think now it's so important for people to see this side of me. and to see, you know, just the things that are happening in my life and, and kind of as they're happening. So tips that I would give, um, one, I would say don't be afraid. You know, I think there are, as we talked about in the beginning, like there are so many people that are just afraid to travel um, and, and really for no reason at all. You know, like so many people that are content with just staying where they're comfortable. And it's like, I really, really do believe that in order for us to become wiser, we need to see the world. We need to travel. We need to understand that these places exist because all you know is what somebody told you or what you see in a picture. And truthfully, it could be fake for all you know. (laughs) Like you have to really go there to know like, okay, I've been here. I know this exists, you know? Um, And so I really do believe that you shouldn't allow people to influence your thoughts, influence your decisions. Um, You know, if if there's somewhere you want to go, take that trip, you know, and, and it really gets down to money. Right. So like as a creative, um, sometimes it's really hard. It's hard for us. We have these waves where things could be really, really good for us or things could be, you know, up and down. Um, so for the people who are like, okay, but where do I get the money to travel? You know, to be honest, save, like, I can't tell you how many times I spend, 40 to 60 dollars on doordash alone you know on Mm. one meal a day just ordering food you know what i'm saying like you don't realize how much we really really spend on a day-to-day basis um so i would heavily suggest just saving up um and honestly like you know constantly search for cheap flights there are so many like different websites and apps that'll kind of give you prompts like let's say you really want to go to Dallas Texas you can kind of put that flight on watch and they'll tell you like hey your flight to Dallas this week is only x amount of dollars you know what i mean like if you catch things on waves when they have deals um just kind of be spontaneous and and take that trip you know book the ticket at least so that way you can say, okay, my ticket's bought. All I have to worry about is my stay. And maybe if it's in enough time in advance, you can, you know, kind of save up in between, but at least you already have your flight, you know? So um, those are probably the two tips that I would give. Definitely save and, and don't allow anyone to influence your decisions when it comes to traveling. That's right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we do encourage our listeners like you do that, 
hey, there are ways to do it, um, but don't be afraid to do it. And definitely you have um, Kashana and other people that have traveled that are willing to share the resources to make you feel like you can do it too. Anyone can do it. And uh, I'm glad that you're here to join with us to share with our listeners how they can actually do it through your itinerary, you. which again, mm-hmm. is going to be in the show notes. So please, please, please do not miss out the show notes. Please look in the description for her itinerary. Now, what should people expect uh, from this Bali itinerary when they get it from you? So with this very, very detailed itinerary, you can expect to find information on all of your travel needs when it comes to, you know, traveling with COVID um, or traveling during COVID rather, because let's hope you're not traveling with COVID. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, exactly. But traveling during this whole COVID-19 um, pandemic, what you need, what documentation you need, where to find it, all of the links. Um, you can also expect to find transportation information, um, accommodations. I, I actually like plugged in a lot of my own personal information. So there's like an example of my day-to-day itinerary just so that, you know, people can kind of see like what activities you can do on what days and how long it took me to get to certain places and things like that. Um, there's also information about restaurants, things to do. I kind of listed and even rated a lot of the restaurants that I visited, um, as well as kind of listed some that I didn't get to make it to, but that I heard about or, you know, saw in people's blogs or even just saw in passing. Um, There's like a full breakdown of some great, great, great places that I visited. Like there's a beach club, like I'm not going to get too much into it because I want y'all to really (laughs) check out this itinerary, but I will tell you there's a beach club that I went to, it's called Finn's Beach Club, and like it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Like great, great, great vibes, great food, great drinks, and I'm not going to lie, like the costs and everything, it just made sense, but y'all got to go get this itinerary to really see the breakdown, but... Um, but yeah, like it's very detailed. I've really tried to answer any possible questions. Um, I actually even have like a little section in there just about, you know, being black in Bali. Um, I feel like that was really, really important to include because I feel like a lot of times people kind of stray away from traveling to certain countries because they think, oh, they might discriminate towards me or, oh, the racism might be high there. But you'd be surprised. Like there, I, I didn't experience racism, not once. Like the people in wow. Bali were so nice. There's actually a really great and big black community in Bali. Um, there are a lot of black people who move to Bali, um, either coming from the UK or from the U S. Um, and a lot of times it is from New York. Um, and also, you know, a lot of people that I met out there were from like Australia, London, you know, so it was, it was really, really great. But yeah, y'all, y'all got to dive into this itinerary because huh? we, we were supposed to do. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what you guys can expect. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited. I really hope you guys love it. Mm, very alluring. And I, I know us and our listeners cannot wait to dive deep into the itinerary. Uh, so yeah, make sure you get it in the show notes, guys. Um, and as we go to our closing, uh, and we're going to end this main conversation it's been insightful and when we come back we're going to give our quick shout out we're going to play a little game krishana 
and then we'll share all your information to our listeners on how they can directly connect with you. So stay tuned. And we're back one more time to Young Black Travelers. Great conversation. Uh, She touched a little bit on itinerary and how her experiences in Bali. So if you did not listen, I need you to to rewind and go back to it. Those those skip steps. There's levels to this. And she explained all the levels of her Bali trip and itinerary. So again, please check out the show notes description uh, for that link. And she'll also share it at the end of this episode. Uh, But a quick Mm -hmm. shout out first. Uh, so we have a fellow follower called Living My Let's Life. Um, so Living My Let's Life. So L-I-V-I-N-G-M-I-L-E-X-L-I-F-E. She's based in Toronto. She recently featured her uh, post on South Korea, which I don't see a lot of people post about, especially in our community. Uh, so yeah. I'm very interested in that and also just a beautiful feed and seeing like a wonderful person. So shout out to her. Go check her out. Uh, so before we close and you give a chance to give your um, details to our listeners, just want to play a little game. We like playing okay. games here. So, you know, you got to play Heard. a game when you're here. Uh, so, <laughs> so I want you to just name something that comes to mind when you hear the following words. So it's five words. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So travel. <laughs> Palm tree. <laughs> that one got me. I don't know why. Like, as soon as you said travel, I heard vlog. <laughs> like, I don't know. But That's okay. Fine. Palm tree. <laughs> wow. Palm trees. Okay. So uh-huh. airline. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Which seat window do you seat take? Spe- <laughs> window window <laughs> seat specifically. Can I yes. get a window seat, please? Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so the third one is excursions. Um, fun. Hmm. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, so okay. the fourth word is tours. Tours. Um. Damn, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back to that one. <laughs> okay, we're going to come back, ladies and gentlemen. So, okay, the fifth one is culture. Hmm. To be honest, colors. Like, Ooh. when I think of culture, I think of colors, you know? Like, wow. there's, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that makes sense, but I feel like, I feel like when you go to other countries and you see, like, the dances and the things that they wear, I feel like culture is that, right? Like, it's packed with, mm-hmm. with traditional clothing and things like that. So, I don't know. I just think of colors. Wow. Um, yeah. But, okay. Okay. Variety and diversity, as I see it. Exactly. So we're going to go back to the fourth word, which is tours. Yes. Tours. <laughs> um, damn, I don't know. This one's come to me. <laughs> Nothing really comes to mind. Like, I mean, I think of like tour guide, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's something. Yeah. yeah that's I it. Think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to just wrap up this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Very insightful. I'm sure everyone's going to be excited about the itinerary, but just share quickly um, your handle to our listeners, how they can find you, how they can find your itinerary, 
and anything Ooh. else that uh, would connect you with them. Okay, awesome. So, as I said before, my name is Krishana Keen, um, also known as Visuals by K. That is my handle on all social platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, even though I don't really use TikTok, but we're going to try. We're getting there. But it's, <laughs> it's Visuals, so B-I-S-U-A-L-S by B-Y and just the letter K, Visuals by K. Um, and then, of course, my website is just visualsbyk.com. And you can find the itinerary in my shop. Um, so you can go to visualsbyk.com, um, back, backslash, I guess, <laughs> shop. And my itinerary will be there. And, um, yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. And then, of course, LinkedIn is just my name, Krishana Keen. Um, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope you guys have a chance to check out that itinerary and I hope you guys have a chance to travel to Bali. Like that is what's mm-hmm. most important to me. You know, I hope that something I shared might've sparked some interest for you. Maybe you've never thought about traveling to this side of the world before, but it's truly beautiful. Um, and I, I really, really do believe that people should take the trip. Even though it's long uh, as hell, <laughs> take the trip. <laughs> man, I'm thinking about taking the trip. You know, I'm going to use your itinerary. Yeah, yeah. Not a lie. <laughs> so, thank you for sharing your wonderful experience and your resource for listeners. Please check out the show notes for all her handles and information. Um, please get the itinerary as well. Uh, I need it. You need it. Let's not get ourselves. Okay, let's be real. And just another reminder to you listeners, thank you for seriously supporting our podcast. We appreciate you all these years. So just continue to support us by becoming a monthly contributor uh, to hear these great stories because they are free, but ain't free. Okay, we got to pay these bills. Period. So become a, a supporter. Uh, but we, we love to hear your great stories. So we love to hear also your feedback is so important. So give us feedback. Uh, anything you want to listen to or learn more of, we love to hear from you. Uh, just simply go to anchor FM slash Young Black Travelers. Um, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. All the major podcasts you can find us. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Young Black Travelers blog. And also, you can find our website for other blogs for youngblacktravelers.com. Now, for some more than others, we are still in a pandemic. So please stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And check on each other, you know. It's very important to check on each other and our mental health because you don't know what people are going through or thinking about traveling. Maybe somebody's thinking about traveling to Bali and you didn't talk to them. So you could simply just share this episode with them. And to that, we say adieu to you. (laughs) Thank you, Kushana, for joining us. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Take care, guys, till we see each other again. Bye. Bye.